Hello and welcome back to Sea Red UK, where quite simply, it's a Chicago Bulls thing. I'm Matt, and as usual, I'm joined by Neil. How are we doing, Neil? I am absolutely fantastically uh, warm right now, actually, Matt. I'm um, I'm actually recording in my house tonight, sitting in front of my uh, my beautiful framed signed Michael Jordan jersey. Um, the missus is in Dublin at a work party for Christmas, so I said, "Fuck it, I'm going to come into the house and stay warm." Fair enough. Yeah, and I'm sat in my six foot tin can in minus eight, but I'm warm because I'm angry. <laughs> Internal rage creates heat. Yeah. And as I mentioned to you before, I've jumped off the ledge. Yeah, I know. I've had enough. This Bulls team, it's broken me. And yeah, from what everything I've kind of mentioned in the past, past episodes, I've kind of flipped on now because last night it, it broke me. And yeah, there's just yeah. I can't. Well, I mean, obviously, we'll get into it. Yeah. Obviously, we faced Knicks last night. Um, we went to overtime once again, and we lost one twenty-eight, one twenty. And yeah, you can say Bulls did well to get back into it. We should never be out of it in the first place. No. And this is what's really starting to piss me off. And it, it, nothing's changing. You know, it's it's all well and good saying, oh, we come back from 10 down, 12 down, 14 down. But when we get level, we then go eight down again. Yeah. And it's happening in every game. doesn't matter the, the level of opposition. We just never seem to be in control of a game. And, yeah, you can have as big a performance as you want out of your big three. But it's not getting the the wins. And, like I say, it's just really... It, last night, in particular, really broke me. Because... All right, Knicks was on a good... Or, well, they're on a good run of form. But the same problems that we've had game in, game out, were there to see. Yeah, yeah, they were. Three-point shooting. We're not good at it. (laughs) Yeah. Neither were Knicks. Yeah, they come up against us and it's like facing Steph Curry every night. Yeah, it is. Except for not just Steph Curry, a whole team of Steph Currys. Yeah. And... You know, we highlighted in the last episode that Vooch has just got his was eight thousand career rebound, mm-hmm. and that there was one other active player on our roster that was ahead of him. Mm-hmm. We got completely out rebounded last night, forty-eight thirty-one. So you've got two of the best rebounders in the league on your roster, and you can't rebound for shit. You know, how do you win a game when you can't rebound and you can't shoot threes? Yeah, and that's exactly what the other team are doing. Adding to that, the stupid tic tac fouls that we were picking up, and yeah, so to me, yeah, all right, fine, we went to overtime, but we didn't deserve to. We didn't deserve to be anywhere near Knicks at the end of that game. 
And I mean, overtime just pisses me off as well. Well, so, yeah, uh, it means we have to stay up even longer, <laughs> which doesn't help when you're already up at three or four o'clock in the morning. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, OK, so this is another half an hour. We've got to stay out of bed. Yeah, exactly that. And, um, you know, whether it's because I'm tired or whatever, and I'm a little bit emotional about it all, but I just didn't enjoy that game one bit last night. And as like I mentioned to you at one point, I think it was in the second when we were basically imploding like we do every second quarter. What is that about? Yeah. I, I didn't switch the game off. I still had the game on, but I'd switched off. Yeah. Because I was trying to put something on the socials and a more interesting notification come up and I ended up watching ice hockey fights for about five minutes. And I couldn't tell you what happened in the game for that five minutes, apart yeah. from balls, bricking threes, conceding threes, stupid tic-tac fouls, and just basically looking like a team that's not going to make the playoffs or the, even the play-in at this rate. So, yeah, that's uh, that's how I'm starting it. I'll pass it to you for whatever you want to say on it. Well, first of all, I want to say that this is a safe place, Matt. So, you know, you need to get stuff off your chest. You get it off your chest. And we're all here with you, you know, you know full well. I'm I'm, I'm not far behind you in how I'm feeling about um, the way the season is, is unfolding, the way the team is performing or not performing, as, as is often the case. Um, I completely and utterly agree with you in regards to, you know, you, you get down by 10, 12 points, whatever it is. 20 in some cases and make a comeback and you get level and then whatever it was that you were doing to get level stops. Yeah. And then you let the opposition go on another surge and they end up back up by the eight, nine, 10, 12 points that they were in the first place. And then you have to wait for another run before you can get back into the game again. And it's just, it's very difficult to keep watching that kind of basketball. It really, really is. And and the frustrating thing of of all is we've seen how they can play. Yeah. But their consistency, the continuity, ironically, it's just not there. Yeah. I mean, you can't in a, in a, in a, in an Eastern conference that is so tight right now, which we've talked about uh, on a few occasions. It's so tight right now. You can't afford to be winning one, dropping one, winning one, dropping two, winning one, maybe two, dropping two. Yeah. It's just, you're not going to get anywhere. You need to string together consistent play, which will lead to consistent wins, which will lead to then improving your standings and climbing up. And then, you know, maybe we can start talking about where we're at. But at the moment, all we can see is this team's dropping off more and more and more, gradually, bit by bit. And all the other teams around them, for the most part, are looking more likely to start bolstering and strengthening and kind of going that little bit higher. Now, the only thing that's keeping me off that ledge that you've already, you know, fallen off of is maybe... Just maybe there's a small sliver of hope that Acme have something planned when the trade window opens. I'm so glad you didn't say Lonzo's coming back. No, look, 
Fuck it. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, right, we've talked about this as well. If Lonzo comes back, and at the moment that is a very, very, very big if. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's something I'm going to touch on after this, but yeah. Right, well, okay, I'll make this very short then. If Lonzo comes back, he's not going to be match fit. He's no. not. And it, it may take him till the end of the season or the end of the playoffs, if we get that that far, before he even starts to look any bit like himself anyway. So yeah. even if Lonzo comes back, he's a write-off for this season as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Do you know? So, yeah, I mean, yeah, it was just... Everything that's bad about this team was on show last night, and it's it's not the first time that we've no. we've seen that, and we're seeing very little things that are good about the team. You know, it, it's just, I mean, like we'll touch on a couple of the players. Demar gets a lot of credit for for last night because. He finishes the game with what thirty-two points, was it? Yeah, thirty-two points. I couldn't care less because, and everyone's saying, "Oh, you know, he's quiet in the first half, and then he comes on in the fourth or the third or overtime or whatever it is." Get it done earlier. Yeah, yeah. And then we're not in a position where we're needing him to do that. Right. If that's what's going to work in that game, do it. If it's not working. Don't get him involved at the end of the game and go away from what was working. And that, that's something that we've we've sort of highlighted in the past as well, isn't it? So it's yeah. You know, I mean, what's the point in having somebody scoring? I don't know, what fifteen points in the fourth quarter, for example, when you start in the quarter sixteen points down and nobody else scores any points. Exactly. It just. Yeah, it looks good for Demar, and he broke all them records last year. But it's not working for him this year. You know, there's only so many times I can watch him do that weird, creepy little jaws type crawl, dribble up court, pump fake ten times. The defense aren't jumping at him anymore, so he's jumping into them to try and initiate contact, not getting the foul, sitting on the floor with his arms in the air, and missing out on the defensive play yeah it's just it's becoming boring now and well when yeah, it's not leading it just, to wins it's it's no good yeah and it seems as if everybody's adapted the game to what Demar did last year but Demar hasn't yeah he, or he hasn't adapted with it and he's still playing how he was last year he's not getting as many trips to the line I don't think no. No, it doesn't feel like it anyway. You know, and he seems to be, because he's more interested in initiating contact, that's when he's bricking his shots. But then all of a sudden he'll go on a run and it's like, oh, Demar's the saviour on this team. And it's like, yeah. It's just, it's wearing a bit thin on me now, the whole 20 well, pump fakes and bricking a shot, so... See, I mean, I, I, I appreciate fully what Damar does, what Damar brings, and the fact that you can almost rely on him to surge in the third or the fourth. 
but completely agree with you. If it's done in the in the first and second quarters as well, spread it across the game. Yeah. Then you don't give yourself that mountain to have to climb. And then if he goes on a surge of 15 points, it won't be 15 points to try and win by a point. It'd be 15 points to bury them by seven or eight points. Yeah. That's the difference. And the other thing is DeMar can't do it on his own. And there's no point in saying, oh, DeMar will get us out of this. DeMar will get us out of this. Because this season, it's it's not working. Yeah. Do you know? And he needs the rest of the team to go with him. And he needs to include the rest of the team and bring them along with him too. Yeah. And that that's the thing. It's like if he's about to go on a surge... It means the rest of the team is going to go quiet. Right, and that's no good. You know, it's all well and good, DeMar hitting 15, but then say, like, I mean, obviously I know it didn't happen last night, but say Nick's score 17 and nobody else on Bulls is putting up any points, we're not going to win games. No. No, you know, I mean, we're going to Vooch. You know, defensively, he was. I thought he was shocking last night. The offense at times was going through him. Yeah, it was. And then we went away from it. Same as always. And it got to a point in overtime when I put in the live thread, go to Vooch. And granted, I think a lot of his success was coming against Hartenstein rather than Robinson. Yeah. But just be that presence in the pain. That's you know, and when I said I said it in the live thread, go to Vooch. Where was Vooch stood when they eventually did go to him? At the three point. Corner three. Yeah. And he bricked it. And yeah. it's just like, ah, you know, it's just the offense is, the defense can be as good as it wants to be. But if we're not scoring consistently, we might as well not be stopping them either. It's just, yeah. I'm not even going to touch on Zach because. Well, yeah, I, I will. I, I think we've said enough Zach, him in Zach the past. has done exactly <laughs> the same thing again last night that he's done in the last few games when I've criticised him. We know he can shoot the three. We know it looks great when he puts it in, but these pull-up threes that he does where he dribbles it down and pulls up a three and there's nobody in the paint, there's nobody near him, there's nobody that can rebound the ball if he misses, which more often than not lately he is missing when he pulls them up himself. You know, stop and pop, it's not working. When it's when he's past the ball and he pulls up and shoots, he seems to have more success. So why does... It's almost like DeMar's hero ball, but instead of DeMar's hero ball, you know, where he plays it from just outside the, the, the key and, and pumps and tries to get three points that way... Zach dribbles it down and pulls up from behind the three-point line all on his own. Yeah. He doesn't even wait for the offence to come past him. I mean, sure, he may as well be playing one versus five in in, in those instances because he's not going to rebound the ball himself. And it's just, unless it goes in, it's an instant transition for the opposition. Yeah. And I'm sick of seeing it. I mean... Like last night, for example, he scored 25 points. Yeah. Two of eight from three. So 19 points was, well, one free throw. So 18 points from in the paint. 
Yeah. Or well, he hit that long two as well, didn't he? Yeah, he only had his foot just over the line. I mean, I'm sure yes. he thought he was shooting a three. You know, so he's best when he's going to the rim. And then this is where the frustrating thing in with him is, and it's not with him, it's with the officials. What does he have to do to draw a foul? I know. But it because seems to be getting him last year, and this year it's it's dried up again. Yeah, I know. One trip to the line last night. And he was going to the rim a lot last night. Yeah, he was. But that's where the frustration comes in with Zach, or for him, I think. And you you hear him shouting, I'm one! You know, yeah. and it's like, well, no, you, you've got to get it in first for it to be an I'm one, Zach. But, you know, <laughs> if you know you're not going to get the call, get back. Yeah. You know, stop talking to the dad bods as you're running back up and... Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry, I drew you in on Zach there. I know you didn't want to talk about him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the bench was, apart from Kobe White, the bench was poor last night as well. Yeah, no, Kobe was uh, was good. He had a game. Yeah, I mean, he was very close to getting our player of the game, which yeah. obviously we'll get onto in a minute. I mean, but people are looking, though, he only put up 12 points. He was taking charges again, and he was hustling and... He was, and he, he yeah. played a great defensive game. Yeah, you know, four rebounds. Um, yeah, all four defensive rebounds as well. Only one turnover. All right, only two assists. But he was two or four from from behind the line. Uh, yeah. Yeah, behind the three. Why didn't we see him in overtime? Yeah. Good question. He, he, he wasn't out there in overtime, was he? Yeah, he seemed to be the one player that could have got something done. Either him or P. Will. Yeah. That's how it seemed anyway. Because, yeah. I mean, we went into overtime, what was it, 117? Oh, won it at the end of regular. Yeah. So we lost overtime by, well, 11 3. And it's what, they, five they went, after they went on an 8 0 run straight away to start, the, start overtime, didn't they? Yeah. And obviously the hit with them three was it Brunson with that three where it like bounced and then bounced back up and went in. Oh and... man, how did that even go in? It went in off the front of the rim, the underside front of the rim. Yeah, you know, and this is what I mean. Like we're balls too tired going into overtime because of the amount of effort and energy they're having to exert to come back from ten points down all the time. That's a good point. Every two, three minutes, whatever it seems to be. That is a good point. You know, so... I mean, obviously, we very, very nearly won it as well, didn't we? Yeah. In regular time, which, it, yeah, you know, you take it as a win, but, you know, because that inbound was a 0.5 or 0.6 left, the inbound to P-Will and... And he was fouled. Yeah. And it was a non-call, but he were, he was mauled almost. Yeah, you know, and if it had gone in, it would, it would. I don't think it was a more deserving player, to be fair. Yeah, if he have got it down. Yeah, he played because, great. I mean, I will go into it. You know, he got our player of the game. Yeah. Um, he finished with. What was it? I've lost it now. Um, 
11 points, 2 rebounds, 5 assists, 1 steal, 1 block, 2 or 3 from 3, and 1 trip to the line, which hit 2 fouls and only 1 turnover. But he looked to be more involved than that. Oh, definitely, especially on defence. Yeah, he, he was that. active on defence. You know, I personally thought he got more than two rebounds watching the game. Yeah, that seems shocked. very low. Yeah. Um, and his blocks as well. Only one block. But, I mean, if it's the one I'm thinking, what a time to do it. Oh, yeah, for sure. And it was so low down as well. It wasn't even uh, a high block. So, I mean, that's IQ right there to know well enough to to strip the ball away in that in that regard. Do you know? Yeah. You know, and it was that sort of moment that flipped it from Kobe to P. Will won it for the player of the game. Yeah. You know, because they were both consistent throughout. You know, that I mean, you kind of want P. Will to maybe take a few more threes because he's the most prolific three point shooter we've got at the minute, I think. Yeah. What is he shooting? 48% or something like that? I can't remember what it is. I mean, I know last night, obviously, he was 66% last night, but... Yeah, but I think on the season, I think he's like yeah. 48% or something. But obviously... I don't not, have any stats in but, front of me. I didn't bother tonight. He's not putting enough of them up. That's the problem, isn't it? Exactly, yeah. And you know, look, if he starts putting more up, I'm sure his percentages will, will come down a bit, but still. You know, but the fact that he got 40 minutes as well last night, mm-hmm. he, you know, I mean, he had more minutes than DeMar DeRozan. Yeah. Um, and there was only Vooch and Zach that actually had more minutes than him, not and not a lot. Shows that he'd earned the right to be out there to close the game for one, and then to go into overtime. Yeah, and that's something that he hasn't done really in the past. No, you know we saw it the other night when it was DJJ that was getting overtime, wasn't it? Yeah. Um. You know, and in that clutch time, in, you know, them last, what, the last minute, he that's, like I say, that's when he got play of the game, wasn't it? That big block. Yeah. The defensive play on their last, you know, the, the last, was it Randall, wasn't it? He was just... Yeah, he was all dribbling, over Randall. Dribbling, dribbling, but he didn't, didn't bite. He didn't reach in. He didn't do it. He just, Randall was looking up going, Fuck, there's a brick wall in front of me. What am I going to do here? <laughs> yeah, and that's what you want to see from P. Will, and that's what I've said all along with him. Just get in the way. Yeah. You're big enough to be in the way. Put your arms up if you need to. Do whatever you need to do to make yourself even bigger than you already are because people can't go through you. No. And they're going to struggle to go around you. They're definitely not going to go over you. You know, so... Yeah, it was just, I mean, I think he, I mean, he had a bit of a insane finish to the game, didn't he, P-Will? He did. Unfortunately, it wasn't enough, but, um, yeah, it was just, he got a little bit of revenge on Robinson as well, didn't he, when he basically sat on his head and forced it through the court, <laughs> which You may quite... imagine that. Patrick Williams landing <laughs> on your head. <laughs> that is yeah. going to sting. I'm I mean, sure he had I, a headache today. Yeah, I'd I'd quite gladly ram a few people's head through the court, to be fair. But yeah, 
I'm a bit of a list myself. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a pretty insane list, bro. You know what I mean? It's uh, yeah, it really is uh, crazy. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I don't know if you've got anything else on the game or players or whatever before I go on to my next little rant. No, not really. I think it's one of those that um, you know we've got the Knicks up again in our next game at home again, and let's uh, let's rewrite it. Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I'll quickly send it to the advert, and uh, I'll come back probably even angrier. To be fair, the call with Tim Sinclair is brought to you by Stump the new app for iOS and Android that allows anyone to create an instant social podcast. Whether by yourself or with friends, Stump lets you connect, record, and instantly share your conversations with the world. Talk about anything with anyone and share it with everyone. It's the social network solely for audio. Download the free app from the App Store or Google Play or learn more at GetStump.com. Stump, your voice has a place. Uh, welcome back, and yeah, I'm still wound up, still angry, still annoyed, <laughs> still off the ledge, and yeah. So the next thing, as we kind of alluded to slightly in that first part, was um, before the game, we got a report from Woj, basically saying the expectation is that Lonzo Ball won't return this season because he's doing his rehab and he's still in pain or still experiencing pain. Yeah. It's nothing we haven't heard already. No. So I don't know if it's just Woj recycling stuff from two weeks ago or whatever. You know, as you've just said in, in, the, in the last part, even if he does come back, he's not going to be the same player. He's not the saviour that this team needs. Yes, he improves the team, but he doesn't fix the team. Correct. And he definitely won't fix the team this year. Correct. 100%. So then, during the game, or just as the game started, we get another report. I think it was it was retweeted that I'd seen it, but I think it was Jake Fisher. And it was basically along the lines of Chicago Bulls front office um, are not ready to listen to trade offers, not ready to blow it up, not ready to do this, blah, blah, blah. As they believe, when fully when fully healthy, this team will make the playoffs. Hashtag continuity. And that makes me angry in itself. Because if we're hanging our hat on Lonzo coming back, and that's what's going to get us into the playoffs, the season's done. Yeah. Because we're currently in 11th place, out of the playoffs, out of the play-in, not going anywhere. And no sign of Lonzo coming back. Yeah. <laughs> so by the time he does come back, how far out of the playoffs are we going to be? And that's, that's the big question. You know, when you look at last night's scores as well, um, Magic beating Hawks, for example. I think Magic are only two wins behind us now, something like that, in the standings. And they're a bad team, generally. Yeah. yeah. Pacers beat Warriors. They're just pulling away from us. Knicks, obviously beating us. 
pulling away from us. All right, Raptors lost to Kings, but we didn't take advantage of that. That, you know, that's the thing. So we can play as poorly as, or other teams can play as poorly as they like, but if we're not going to take advantage of it and try and gain any sort of ground on them, how far out are we going to be if and when Lonzo does come back? Well, that's the thing. It's going to be too little too late. So then the next thing, if he doesn't come back this year, at what point does AK go, yeah, we need to change something here? Whether it's trading Vooch because he's on an expiring, trading Kobe, trading Zach, trading Demar, whatever it is he decides to do, when does he decide to do it? Or is he just writing the season off? You know, because the trade deadline's what, something like the 9th of February? Yeah. It's not a lot of time, really, do you know what I mean, to get anything done now? No. No, I know, like, the, the trade window as such is pretty much only just opened, is it today? I don't is know, it today, it? is it? Yeah, I'm not even sure. Yeah, it's maybe today or tomorrow. So if, but then when you hear that report of he's not interested in doing anything, because when this team's fully healthy, we'll be in the playoffs... Yeah, maybe if we'd have started the season at 500, like we do, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Then we maybe with Lonzo, we would get into the playoffs. But when Lonzo comes back and he hasn't played for well over a year and you're seven, eight, nine, ten games below 500, you're not getting in the playoffs. No. So, fuck your continuity. Fuck <laughs> waiting for Lonzo to come back. Do something. Something needs to be done. Otherwise, this team is just going to... The thing is, we're not even going to tank. We're going to end up being a mediocre team. Yeah. Nothing in next year's draft apart from uh, yeah, Portland's pick, which is going to be, what, mid to late, probably, the way things are going. Yeah. We're not getting anything with that. Nope. So we might as well trade that as well. For well throw Tony Bradley in with it and get... God knows what. You know, we've just got nothing that we can trade as well. We're beginning to look more like the way we used to look before acne. Yeah, but worse, and, if anything. Well, yeah, we've got no no trade assets and, and no picks. So, yeah. Well, the trade assets we have got, do you really want to trade? Because yeah. they're what is supposedly making the team. Right, right. Now, the, the only thing that I'm kind of hoping for in the back of my mind is you know we thought there was nothing that they could do before and then they managed to come up with a couple of miracle moves and I'm just kind of hoping that they can see something that we can't see and they're just playing the poker game in regards to saying that nobody's available for trade and continuity so therefore there'll be no changes and this that and the next thing but in the back of my mind, I'm like, is that all just a smokescreen? And that, do they do they secretly have some sort of a plan? But that yeah. could just be that could just be false hope on my own part. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, because I think that's all we've got at the minute. Well, yeah, I mean, you got to hang on to something, right? Yeah. So the next thing, and I'm, I'm trying to sort of whittle through them now. Because yep. I'm, I'm getting far too angry and I won't sleep tonight. Um, <laughs> obviously, the other day come out all these new trophies and 
the newest award, or the, yeah, the new trophies and the new award for the clutch award. Right. Straight away, Bulls fans are like, well, that's one that we could get because Demar is like the top point scorer in clutch time or whatever it is, even this season. We've been shite in clutch games. Yeah. You know, so I saw, so I can't remember who it was, somebody put out that he was top top point scorer in clutch time. And I don't know if that's how the award is going to get given out. Score all the points you want in clutch time, but you're not a clutch player if you're not getting wins. Exactly. And it goes back to what we were just saying about Damar previous. You know, so it's just that little bit of hope that Bulls fans are clinging on to that we do get some sort of an award, I think. It's just like... Last year, I could understand it, right? If that award had been released last year, I think DeMar was pretty much a shoe-in for it. And fair enough, because he was winning games for us. Yeah. But this year, you know, he's doing all the hard work, perhaps, to get to that nearly winning point. But he's not getting over that hump. He's missing the final shot or we're just giving away a basket in the in the last dying seconds or whatever whatever reason it is it's just it, we're not getting over that final hurdle and last year demar had enough to push us over it now granted i think we were generally playing better uh, for, certainly for the first half of the season last year but it's not happening this year so like you say if we're not winning the games what what kind of a clutch player are you? It doesn't matter if you're... You could be scoring 20 points in the last five minutes. If you need 21, it's for fuck all. It doesn't mean anything. <laughs> it is not you for me now, no. <laughs> <laughs> See, you get me all riled up. <laughs> you did it to me, so... <laughs> yeah, 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 but it wasn't meant to backfire. But yeah. <laughs> So, yeah. yeah, that was just something I'd noticed going around and it just, yeah, didn't make any sense to me. Oh, I just, I don't give a shite about accolades unless you're getting wins. You Especially need something wins. pointless like that. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's just, yeah, I'm not even <laughs> getting participation trophies, but it's a pointless award. And if that's what Bulls fans are hoping, that that's an award that we end up winning, then... No, because yeah. I think I heard today that in clutch games so far this season, I think we've won two and lost 16 or something. <laughs> it was something along them lines. Well, I mean... You, you, <laughs> That's not a clutch Jesus. player, is you, it? <laughs> you put that out there, right? And immediately, you can pretty much strike off every single player in a Bulls jersey in regards <laughs> to winning that award, as far as I'm concerned. Exactly. So... Yeah. Hopefully we can get back to Demar or the MVP chance. That's that's where he needs to get back to, not clutch. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, that's come on. It's not gonna happen. Yeah. Mm. Let's let's put it this way, we need to do the complete opposite of what we did last season where we were really strong for the first half of the season and then collapsed in the second half of the season. We need to go on one hell of a of a winning streak, followed by another massive winning streak to get any bit back in the conversation for this season. Yeah, and that's something else I was going to say. Is like everyone keeps clinging on to this hope that we're going to do a Celtics from last year. 
but what is it that's giving people hope that that's going to happen? Because I'm not seeing it. Yeah. Because, and then this brings me on to the next one is when you look at the schedule. You know, we, we before the Wizards game, we said this is a part of the schedule where I mean, we what we were five five below five hundred, weren't we before it? Yeah. We're now four games into this part of the schedule where we kind of thought we'd maybe get a bit closer to five hundred, but where are we? Exactly the same, are we? Yeah, we've split the games. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the Wizards win wasn't convincing. And you can say a win's a win. You've got to take a win where you get it, blah, blah, blah. But, yeah, all right, it was a win. But the problems were there, as we said at the time. The Mavs win. If we didn't win that, then there was something seriously wrong. The performance was brilliant. Don't get me wrong. But it had to be. And to me, like we said at the time, you don't get too high on something like that because of how depleted and tired and everything that Mavs were. So then the two losses, it's just been the typical Wolves performances. And when you look at the next two games, obviously Knicks again tomorrow and Timberwolves on Sunday. Monday morning for us I honestly can't see us winning them purely because of how we've played in the last two games we we have to we have to win them Jesus we have to win them you know we might take one of them but I, I, I just can't see us winning both of them you know so we're going to finish possibly th- three or three maybe two four I, you know, that the way I feel at the minute, I think we're going to be two and four, so we'll we'll end up seven below five hundred at the end of what was supposed to be a, a run of games where we got closer to five hundred. Yeah, and then when you look at the games that have come up after that, is what I think we've got. Is it Heat, Hawks, and Knicks again? I think in it. Yes, yeah, in, in Madison Square. You know, he, yeah, all right, we beat him on the opening game. Oh, I can't see us doing it again. Although they're not playing great right now either, are they? No, I mean, they picked up a win last night of uh, OKC, but they're not convincing. Mm. But you know that they're going to turn it on against us. Because yeah, especially Max when we won the drop, first one. Yeah, Max Struess will drop 30 on us. Dwayne Dedman will just destroy Vooch. Jimmy will just go off like he does and Bam will just be there picking up the empty, you know, the remains and whatever Dedman does to Vooch, Bam will just do even worse. You know what I mean? It's just, nah. I hate playing Heat, so I'm not looking forward to that one. And then you've got Hawks and Knicks again. We've just lost to them both. Mm. So, and... I mean, Hawks were pretty depleted. You know, they might be a bit healthier looking. It's just, yeah. So I mean, if if by Sunday we're seven below, by next week we could be ten below. Well, and the season's it, over then, really. Yeah. So it doesn't matter if Lonzo comes back at all. It, no. You know, and that I'm not saying we are going to be ten below 
because you, we probably will pick up a win and it'll be the game that we least expect the heat game for example you know what I mean it just you know we might absolutely blow Knicks out of the water tomorrow you just don't know with this Bulls team and that's that's what's frustrating me the most at the minute but it's continuity man uh, con- continuously shit <laughs> <laughs> continuously <laughs> unpredictable <sighs> Oh, that's yeah, that's a more PC way of putting it, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Plus, it's also uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, contradiction of itself, really. Yeah. What's that, Noxy Moron? So yeah, uh, that's me. That's me done. That's me ranted out. Is, oh, was is that it? <laughs> yeah. Have <laughs> you nothing left in the tank, though? <laughs> no. Um... I mean, unless you've got anything else, I'll go on to say what what else I do need to say. Like before we finish, yeah. I mean, look, I I don't really have a whole heap more to say, um, other than I love this team, um, almost as much as I love my own family. I know you're the very same, and I've been a supporter and a follower of this team since the the early nineties. Um, never wavered, never faltered. Always, always loved them through the good times, the bad times, and everything in between. And uh, and to see what's meant to be an improvement going so badly this season is kind of hard to stomach. I mean, you know, the seasons where you know you're going to be shite, and you are shite, <laughs> you just kind of ride with it. And the seasons where you expect to be good, and then you hit with things like the the D Rose injury, and uh, and you have to kind of try and regroup you take that on the chin as much as it hurts because, you know, that's just basketball and that's just the way of the game. Unfortunately, you get lucky or you get unlucky. And in order to win a championship, a lot of the time, no matter how much the skill levels are there and the talent is there, you still need an element of luck. But seasons like this one where you expect to be, you know, finally moving in the right direction off the back of last season and it stagnates and and leaves you guessing from game to game, it's a really, really hard season to get your head around, I find. Um, it's hard to stay positive. It's hard to keep getting behind them um, because you get let down so much. And, it, and and that's tough to keep taking those those losses. And then to keep occasionally getting these big wins or, or, or these good performances that, that kind of give you that false hope again, it, it kind of leaves you fairly battered and bruised, like, you know. So it's it's tough. Yeah, it's uh, it's just it's, it's insane, man. That's all that is. Mm. Insane. Crazy. Um. Yeah. So obviously you've heard me fall off the ledge in this episode, and a lot of it is because I'm tired. You know getting up continuously to watch these games at one, two, three o'clock, whatever it happens to be. And we've decided that we're going to take a little bit of a break from this um, over Christmas and New Year. Just basically to, we'll still be watching the games, we'll still be doing the socials, uh, but I mean, I'm off work next week and it makes scheduling this a lot harder. Um, so yeah, we will be so we'll be taking a break, but we will be back in the new year at some point. Um, probably quite early in the new year, first week probably. Um, 
but yeah, I just wanted to obviously thank anybody who has been listening, is listening now, whatever, uh, for the support on this, the socials in general. Um, you know, since we started this pod, which to be honest, none of us actually wanted to do. <laughs> um, you know, it's been it's been good. It's given us a a voice. It's given us a, an outlet. A place to vent, a place to rant, um, and we've had some great guests on. You know, yes, obviously, yes. You know, we've had uh, Tim Sinclair on, the CHGO boys, and then you know, obviously Troy from Australia. Shout out Troy, uh, Clem, Easy, obviously uh, Gary and Gav from. Um, our UK community that we've got going. I just want to say, you know, if anybody does want to come on, anybody else who listens, hasn't been on, wants to come on, then just let us know. Like I say, we will be back in the new year. We're just taking a little bit of a break to a bit of family time, I guess. Get fat over Christmas, get drunk. Yeah. Well, not me because I don't drink, but you will be being Irish and everything, I'm assuming. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's very, very stereotypical, but it's 100% correct, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not racist or anything. <laughs> um, yeah, so like I say, appreciate everyone's support. We're not going away, we're just having a little break. I think it's uh, it's needed mm-hmm. for, our, uh, for our own mental sanity, mental health, whatever you want to call it. Um. Yeah, so I don't know if you've got anything to add to that. No, uh, not really. Uh, I really, I really hope that the time off that we take is going to help us regroup, um, come back to this with a uh, with a renewed energy. Um, because I've enjoyed it. It, like you say, it was not something that I had time for in my life. Um, it still isn't something I have time for in my <laughs> life, but I make time for it because yeah. I enjoy it. Um, I enjoy speaking with you. I enjoy speaking about Chicago Bulls. I could talk about Bulls all day long to anybody that listened to me. Unfortunately, until we found this group, um, or you found this group, and I found you on it, um, I didn't have anybody to talk to about it. Really, uh, I'm, I'm sure I bored my missus to death. But um, it's been it's been a real outlet, and I hope it continues. And hopefully, we'll uh, we'll get back to this in the new year. Yeah, so you know, this is it's not the end of. Sea Red UK, although I know there's some people out there that wish it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's another thing with all of this. Obviously, I've called a few people out and I'll carry on calling them out if I feel like I need to. Um, so, you know, you may feel like you've won, but you haven't. We're just taking a break. Amen. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, as as usual, um, thanks for listening. It's been a bit of a went a little bit west, I think this this episode. <laughs> um, and once again, thanks for all your support. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, get fat, enjoy some time with your family, do whatever it is you do at Christmas, celebrate it, don't celebrate it, whatever. I don't really care because I don't like Christmas. Um, and we'll be back in the new year at some point. And, yeah. And, as usual, I've been Matt, and you can find us where we, we will always be on the socials at C Red UK.
Yeah, and I've been Neil. You'll find me on Neil at Neil C Reg UK uh, on Twitter. Um, like Matt said, wishing you all very happy holidays, happy Christmas, happy New Year, and hopefully when we return, we'll uh, we'll have a lot of uh, more positivity and Bulls wins to talk about. Enjoy yourselves. Um, come and find us on the socials. Join in. Let us know what you think, and uh, and we're we're always open to have a chat and uh, and keep talking Bulls. Awesome. Percolator. It's time for the percolator.